Hello, hello everyone. <clears throat> Welcome back. This is Mina's World and I'm Amina Bell speaking. Forgive my voice if it sounds a little bit scratchy. I don't know what that is. It must be a change in the weather. Um, but I woke up like this. So here we go. It's our fifth episode of the season. I'm so excited. It is February 1st and therefore it is Black History Month. Whoop whoop! Happy Black History Month to all my Black histories. All right. Um, yes, I know we celebrate this every day, not just this month, but I figured I'd give it a shout just because. Why not? It's the official month. Why not? Um, today's episode is going to be loosely based. Uh, I wanted to talk about some other things, but I'm not prepared. So, what I am going to talk about is um, something that is near and dear to my heart. And it may well help a lot of us who are dealing with um, emotional traumas or missing loved ones who have transitioned over. So first off, I want to say my dad's birthday was like two or three days ago, um, January 30th. So happy birthday, dad. He would have been 40 years old. I can't believe that. Like, I can't believe that. If you knew this man... You would just be like, you wouldn't be able to even imagine him being 40. Now, I know 40 is not old, but it's much older than he was when he died. He was 27 when he died. So it's been 13 years. And that was a lot to take in for me. Um, I'm just going to take a minute to talk about that and kind of, I don't want to say vent, but just be honest about how I've been feeling and um, how I'm coping with that this year is the year for me particularly that my dad has been dead longer than he's been alive in my life and so he was killed when I was 12 years old this year marks 13 years since he was killed and um if you do the math you know you find out how old I was and all that good stuff so what I'm saying is that it was hard for me to come to terms with everything. Um, What am I saying? Not come to terms with his death, not come to terms with his absence, but come to terms with the finality of it all. I was going to counseling, and I do want to start that back up. I feel like I'm becoming the tangent queen again, but y'all already know. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. Um, I was going to counseling, and um, I want to call her mentor because she she served as much more than a counselor for me. But um, she's she's a beacon of hope, a beacon of light. And I actually stopped going. This was like sometime last year. It was months and months ago now. Um, but I've always been trying to muster the courage back up to go. And the reason why I feel like I need courage is because I'm facing ideals that I'm trying to get rid of. And one of the biggest ideals, or not get rid of, but I've been trying to ignore them to help myself get through life without, you know, having to be in excruciating pain. Um, but one of the ideals that I always struggle with is the fact that this thing is forever um, it's such a cold word. It's such a lonely word when you think about it in terms of missing your loved one forever. And um, with his 40th birthday just passing and his not being able to celebrate it with me or my not being able to celebrate it with him, however you want to put it, um, I 
I just had to deal with the fact that this is going to be every year. Like, it never gets old. Or when I say it never gets old, I mean, um, it's never a point where this is going to end. And it's going to be like, oh, you know, okay, well, 20 years is up. So, you know, you get to see your dad again. No, I just have to find creative ways every year to, I don't know, make myself feel better celebrate his birthday in a way that doesn't make me ball down and cry but also you know let it be known that today is his birthday and acknowledge his presence and his time on the earth is hard for me because um initially I want to run away from days like uh, his birthday or the day he was killed because it reminds me that he's not here for good And if I can just kind of psych myself out that he's not here right now and not for good, then on the surface, it feels like I'm doing something good for myself. But really, I'm not. All I'm doing is prolonging the inevitable because he's really not coming back. So what I wanted to talk about today was how I learned a new technique to help myself cope. And hopefully somebody else can find this useful. Um... And, and it's not even just about coping, but it is a true connection that we still hold with our loved ones. Um, I strongly believe that just because people leave our physical world and our physical um, presence doesn't mean that we are forevermore disconnected from that person's spirit, their essence, and overall, you know, who they are. So I was reading a book called where do our loved ones go after they die and it's by i've practiced this so many times and watch i'm gonna mess up y'all watch it's by paramahansa yogananda yes i said it right and um paramahansa is spelled with an a all the way through like pa a ra a ma a Han A Sa A. So, if you want to spell Paramahansa, just put an A everywhere you you hear the vowel sounds, basically. And then Yogananda kind of it should explain itself. But anyway, um, he is an ancient yogi. Why did I say ancient? I did not mean to say ancient. I did not mean to say ancient at all. He is a yogi who, he actually died some years ago. He died the year my grandma was born in 1952. Um, he was born in 1882, I believe. And he is a teacher of yoga, a coach for reaching the higher self, and an overall an overall wealth of wisdom. Um... And one of the books that he wrote is, once again, Where Do Where Our Loved Ones Go After They Die? And when I came across this book at first, it looked like a Jehovah Witness pamphlet. And I was like, I don't know about this. Because it's a really small book, but it has a lot of information. It's very dense in information. And um, I was like skeptical of getting it at first. I went to my local, I like to call it my Diagon Alley. For any Harry Potter fans, you understand what that means and what I'm talking about. Because it's where I find all my books, um, where I get all my candles, my crystals, incense, 
anything that I use to practice my craft, you, you name it, I go there and get it. So I was there and I was like, well, I trust the venue, but I don't know about the book. Well, let me tell you, I'm already done reading it for a second time. It was um, a really great buy. And one of the things that he hit on in the book is not necessarily a book about, let me go back a little bit. It's not a book about heaven or hell because it sounds like that from the title, like where do our loved ones go? It's not about heaven or hell. It is a book about transitioning over to a higher plane of existence, the astral plane, and the different vibrating um, levels of that plane. It's talking about connecting back with our loved ones, um, even though they have passed on from this physical realm. And this is a man who has claimed to go over to the astral plane and um one who he claims he's able to or he has been able to communicate with different um different saints and avatars of that sense and he explains that through powerful and um extensive meditation we all can reach a level of consciousness where we're able to go back and forth between our plane and the astral realm um so that's just like a kind of overview of what the book is about if that sounds cool to you i would tell you to check it out baby i'm sure they have it online i didn't get it from um the internet but i mean the internet has everything so i would just say like look it up you know paramahansa yogananda and i'm sure it'll pop up but what, what I want to talk about, because we already had 10 minutes. How did we get at 10 minutes already? I didn't even start what I was talking about yet. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't want to make this one a really long episode, though. So I'm not going to. Anyway, he explains to us from his you know knowledge and from his own practicing. So this is you know not set in stone, but this is what someone is relaying to us that we are still able to keep emotional connections with our loved ones even after they die and so instead of hi hi, i am in the middle of recording my episode and i will be done very soon yes so that was um a guest my grandma i spoke her up so anyway um we should we are still able to be connected emotionally with our loved ones and so when we grieve them and when we feel emotions of anger pain you know loneliness toward their being gone we actually do more harm than good not just for ourselves but for the being in question so not in question but the being that we are focusing our energy toward because energy is ever flowing we know this it's true that it makes a lot of sense that our loved ones don't just disappear as soon as their bodies um stop functioning in their you know in the way they've been functioning as soon as their their cells stop regenerating they don't just disappear but their energy carries on. And so our energies are able to connect with them. And it makes a lot of sense that when you feel like 
I think I spoke, if it wasn't the episode before this one, then it was the one before that, where I spoke about um, detoxing our friends list and how we could be um, connected with people without even having to be, you know, seeing them ever again. If we feel like, if we're thinking about that person, you can guarantee that the person is thinking about us too. It might not even be to the same extent, but they are thinking about us. So I would like to come back to this episode and um, say that I think that is very valid for when our loved ones pass on also. Um, He says in the book, and he being Yogananda, I'm just going to call him Yogananda because Paramahansa is a lot you know anyway um (laughs) he explains that we shouldn't burden our loved ones with feelings of grief and sadness and loneliness because they are absolutely able to receive those broadcasts of um, emotions they're able to receive that energy and think about it this way um people will always tell me especially when my dad first died like you know oh he misses you too um i'm sure he you know he's looking down on you and watching over you and I'm sure he misses you too and I'll always be like you know well he don't miss me as much as I miss him or you know I will always write it off and be very selfish um with how I was feeling when I say selfish I don't mean like selfish like oh forget everybody else and how I how I feel takes precedent it was selfish in a deeper meaning like um I couldn't even fathom that his being was still you know, calling for me that his being really, truly could have been going through just as much trauma as I was and and probably still is because in the manner that he died, it was very traumatic for the both of us. We didn't have any time to talk to one another. We had no way to prepare for what was about to happen to either one of us. So if I was a being who had been ripped away from my physical plane, I would absolutely you know, be going through those same emotions as the people who quote unquote lost me. But I lost the whole life myself. You know, I lost, well, a whole life. I don't know how, how else to put that. <laughs> um, so these are just ideas that I've been having. And so let me go back. I feel like I'm going in this tangent. And this episode is not nearly as structured as I usually make the episodes. Um, and that's okay because I just wanted to get the episode out there and talk to you guys a little bit about what's been going on with me as far as my dad um, celebrating his birthday yet again without him. And then, like, some tips. So he was saying, instead of being sad, instead of being lonely, and this is hard. Like, I'm not telling you guys this as just, I'm not saying that this is going to be instantaneous for anybody who is, you know, missing someone. This is not going to be something that will completely take away all your pain. And I'm not claiming to have a cure-all for heartache. But it will help. At least I can say it helped me. That's what I can say. Send love. Send positivity. Send happiness. Send joy. Um, Instead of saying like, oh, why aren't you here? Say, I can't wait to see you again. Instead of making the, instead of making your perspective dreary so your experience is dreary. I think I talked about this um, 
in a couple different in a couple earlier episodes I talked about our perspective and manifesting yes baby we're still manifesting our destinies okay this time around we're manifesting our best spiritual destiny okay baby we are going to reconnect with those loved ones that have gone on to a different plane we're going to come to terms we're going to try our best to come to terms with the finality of the situation in this life but also understand that it is not truly the end of our love for that person that love is everlasting we've lived plenty of lives in my opinion this is just what i think okay i think we've lived plenty of lives and we hold the love from each of those lives in our being we may not remember because you know nature will make us forget every life that we've lived in order to live fully in these lives we can't remember i can't remember that i was like a baker a gardener a rattlesnake and everything else because it'd be super confusing but we hold on to that love somewhere in us when we meet people and we feel like you know we just click like i just dig you that's probably because we love that person in a previous life and we probably still have connections with them and we're calling each other um each other's spirits each other's beings each other's souls to one another okay so instead of feeling like oh dad i can't believe you're not here like you you 40 years old why believe me those feelings did try to arise they did okay but i didn't let them and it wasn't even like how in the past i would usually just kind of like push my emotions under this rug it's a pink rug and it's very furry because i love pink and i love fur i love touching fur anyway i would shove it under the pink furry rug and i wouldn't pay attention to it because then i would think it's really gone well that is not what i was doing this time around i was acknowledging those feelings i would say dad I miss you. I know you you must be feeling this too because energy is not flowing one way. It's ever flowing. It's flowing back forth all around, baby. So if I'm grieving my father, I can only imagine the grief that my father feels from losing his child. You understand? Anyway, I acknowledge these feelings and I would be like, but I love you. I would always like and what why am I saying always? I literally just did this like 2 days ago. Um <laughs> but I've been trying to practice this for like the last week or so and um it really has been helping me because there are days where I get overwhelmed with rage and I get overwhelmed with sorrow and loneliness is hard for me some days to to find the beauty in life and from using this exercise acknowledging those feelings but also remembering to keep my dad in mind and how he must be feeling. I don't want to send him all that negativity. I know that he does watch me. Um I wouldn't say over because I don't believe that our loved ones live in the sky, but that's a different topic. Um I definitely do believe that he is um around me, with me all the time. And I don't want to be a downer to his energy. First off, it was his birthday. So, who wants to be sad on a birthday? Like of all days for me to 
bring happiness around his memory. It would have to be the day he was born. Because if he wasn't even born, he could never have been my father. And that would just have been tragic, okay? I'm happy he was my dad. So I'm going to be happy he was ever born. And instead of focusing on the fact that he's not here to celebrate, I can focus on the fact that I still have the gift of life. And I can celebrate for him and with him in a way forevermore. That is the beauty of life. The beauty of life is that it does go on. That seems like a very harsh thing to realize at times, especially for people who are in pain and missing loved ones. We feel like life is just going on without my loved one, like, you know, my loved one didn't matter. But that's not true. It's a beauty in the fact that life can go on, in my opinion, because we get the opportunity to love and love again. One day, I'm going to have a baby, and I'm going to be able to give that baby so much love. It don't make no sense. One day, I'm going to meet someone that's in need of love, and hopefully, I have it to give. You understand, it's not about just meeting people even if it's your own parents it's not about just holding on to the people that you started life with it's about expanding your love throughout life and i think that that's why it's a beautiful thing even though we're hurting even though we have traumas even though it's a struggle and a fight baby because it is a fight we have the beauty of continuing to try again how isn't that beautiful? So I don't want to go off into that. What I am saying, though, the overall gist of this episode is to send love to your loved ones that you missed. It's hard. I'm not going to say it again. It's hard. I said it again. <laughs> but it is so worth it. After that, I felt honestly like my dad received my messages. I felt like he also sent my love back to me with you know his own love attached i felt more connected to him and um i appreciated learning this because i'm always trying to find ways to deal with what i've been through and be happy i'm always trying to find ways to try to get back to a state of being more whole than i am um and honestly i just want i want to be happy like i want to see the beauty in life and I want to live a happy life I do I don't want one you know tragedy in my life being the end-all be-all for my story because that's not even what my dad would want and um, it's definitely not what I want for myself so this is one more tool to help me and hopefully somebody listening um, to get through life but not get through it be happy through it love through it So that's what I have to say. When you find yourself in a low space because you feel like someone has abandoned you from life or you feel like you can't go on without this person, know that first off, the person is not completely gone from you. You have a very strong part of their essence still with you, especially if you were very close to the person. Your love connection would never die, ever. And that is something to be thankful for because... Who knows what miracles are waiting to happen when you have the help of someone else on the other side. Um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. Excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up now because I find myself getting into a circle of 
conversation. And as much as I love talking, I don't want to talk your head in circles. So I'm going to end this episode early, baby. I just wanted to give us that little bit. Um, The next episode will definitely be more structured. And I'll have... Oh, in the next episode, I want to talk about um, cold feet. This is still in the realm of spirituality and our loved ones. My best friend slash soul sister slash other half told me that um, her grandma or her aunt Gladys... it It was either her grandmother or her aunt Gladys who told her that cold feet means you have spirits around you and I thought that was very interesting because forever my feet have been cold like I always have cold feet no matter the weather no matter what so I want to talk about that in the next episode I was going to do this episode and talk about that along with um sending positivity to our loved ones who've passed on but honestly like the research that i've done on it is very inconclusive extremely inconclusive and it's like nobody is talking about the spiritual aspect of cold feet everybody's telling me like physical um problems that i might have like anemia and all that stuff so i'm gonna do a little more research and see what i can find on the spirituality um connection the spiritual connection of having cold feet if there is one at all and i'm gonna get back to you but until that time thank you so much for listening um it's our fifth episode once again i'm so happy we made it to five episodes this season we're gonna keep on going we're gonna manifest our best destiny we're gonna talk our talk and pop our shit okay i'm sorry um (laughs) Thank you for coming back time after time. Even if this is your first time listening, thank you for listening, okay? I appreciate every listener I have. And I send love and positivity to you all. This is Amina Bell. This is Mina's world. And I'm saying goodbye. Goodbye!